1: Tim. Yeah, I know. We normally start this show with the whole "What's up, everybody?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But something just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Doesn't feel right, and I can't put my finger on it. But there's a space here. Yeah, that normally has something. Space? And if What's I just good? had something to put there. Uh oh. Oh God! Already, I hate this. <laughs> That's He's right, ladies champion. and gentlemen. Your champion is back. What's <laughs> up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Money Podcast. I'm your champ, Nick Scarpino, alongside the Nar, my dude, my Come fellow on, number bro. two competitor, Snowbike
2: Bike, the finalist, bro. Look at you, man. One and two, Andy and one Portes. and two, and my fellow one, number two, two baby. competitor. One, two.
1: One and two, and then way down the line. Way. Remember when? 10th or remember 11th they were or like, or "Oh, let's
2: team up and play cornhole together." Yeah, y'all lost the lesson on that
1: one. <laughs> y'all. F- you were trying to skip that. You were trying to get get it done. You were like, "We're half hour over right now."
2: I'm a team up. With, I was, I'm a team up with Kevin because I'm in first place.
3: I was trying to get out of it. I was trying. <laughs> you to you know, we're done. <laughs> that voice you hear, of course, ladies and gentlemen,
1: is the Nitro Rifle himself, Mr. Andy Cortez. Andy, how you doing?
3: I'm doing okay, Nick. I'm Good. doing all right. Yeah. I would
1: I would normally do your whole rigmarole. Um but if I'm being candid with you, uh-huh. You lost. Dang.
3: And it was lost Tim, all idols. Tim, you should have seen the way I dominated every other category. Mm-hmm. And then we get to cornhole and Kevin's like, Oh, so we should do teams then, like first place and fourth place versus second and third. And then Mike Mike's <laughs> eyes light up and he's like, Oh, Andy with Kevin then me with Nick. <laughs> And me and Kevin are winning anyway, and then Mike's like, Let's go three more rounds. Let's go three more rounds. Let's go six more rounds. And, and like and then I watched him play Jenga and at that point all the sanctity and of like the belt is gone. Nobody cares anymore. Mike and Nick are playing Jenga. We're like, who cares at this point? You know, like Tim, Tim, Tim.
2: Mike wanted to cut Jenga. He was like, let's cut Jenga. I was like, no. Really? Don't let him lie to you, Tim. Instead I had, of, had a game plan. I can it was show supposed videos. to be four-player Jenga. And they all said, why would we do four-player Jenga? Who, Who all said that? Said, okay. Who all said that? It's on the table, said that, and gentlemen. Who said that, that how the final is supposed to go? Four-player Jenga. Yeah. First person to knock it out. You're out. Then okay. three-player so Jenga. Elimination. Then two-player Jenga. Jenga. That's
1: and so no much tip. Jenga. It's too much Jenga. They, they, no, they don't want listen That was Jenga. Who, says, well, who we, said no? We got enough Jenga because you and I. You and I did the perfect amount of Jenga. Uh, of course, ladies and <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, rounding out the quartet <laughs> is second-best baby blues in all of the world. Forbes yeah. 30 to 30, Mr. Tim Geddes. Tim, aren't you glad you missed all that? Oh, <gasps> man. I'm No. I'm so, that was a blast to watch that stream. Y'all having way
0: too much fun. Little sleepover slash summer camp slash shark tail slash pizza party. pizza party slash face. Oh slash. yeah, G, G was oh. like she was like, oh so what what is this? Cause she like kept like tuning in just to see what's going on. And Dark I was week. like, oh and I tried explaining it. I was just like why why is Mike in the shark costume? And I'm like, eh whatever. And she's like, so what is it? And I was like, yeah, it's this slash this slash this slash pizza party. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh did you guys get pizza? I was like, no, we ended up getting wings. <laughs> We got pizza eventually. We, got pizza. Okay. we did get the pizza I, eventually. I didn't get the pizza. She she was like, that is the, what crossed the line for her. She's like, I get all of this. Like, you motherfuckers, if you're going to have a pizza party, you need the pizza.
1: I think
3: it, it, yeah, when someone asks pizza.
1: you, we did eventually, but when next time Gia asks you what is it, I want you to answer with, what isn't it? I'm not
3: sure. Yeah, well, she what knows that part. is isn't it? She
1: knows that part. Because it could be anything you want, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen, just like this podcast. This is the kind of funny podcast where each and every week, four or sometimes five best friends gather on this table, each bringing some fun topics for your amusement. A couple of housekeeping things before we get into the main shenanigans. This week's Xcast is Mike oh. sitting down one-on-one with IGN's very own Ryan McCaffrey to talk all things Xbox and look back on 10 years since the Xbox One console announcement. Exactly. Right into kindofunny.com of slash Xbox with your thoughts on TV. T- well, I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> favorite Xbox moments. Uh, that's probably gone by the time this is uh, the is launched. But hey, everyone, check out that episode of Xbox. There you go. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Nathan Lamothe, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. You guys are awesome, and also today we're brought to you by RTX and Rocket Money, but we'll get to that in just a little
3: bit. You should have seen what I did after I left. It was not my proudest moment. Oh, I want to hear this. We're at the end of our, we're at the end of my segment, because I I already told Nick and Mike, like, I don't got much in me, man. I'm so tired. It's at 8
2: o'clock. Don't call me. Yeah. Leave me
3: alone. Mm -hmm. And we're nearing the end of my segment, which was we were all playing Elden Ring co-op for Mm -hmm. this Birthday jamboree for mm-hmm. Nick and Mike, or Nick and Kevin. and Mike and Kevin. Uh, oh, Mike and Kevin, sorry. Uh, Mike's birthday was like two, three weeks ago, and Nick's is, or Kevin's, Kevin's is coming up Mike. right now. Yeah. And we were playing Elden Ring, and by the end of it, I know they were saying that we're going to order pizza. I was like, I don't know if I got time to wait around for pizza, but I might have enough time to order a pizza by myself because I want Pizza Hut. Because that's the crappy pizza I don't have enough of. Pizza Hut's great. Um You have to have Pizza Hut every like year. Just remember you don't like Pizza Hut. No, here's no, I love it. Here's the thing. Like I I like it's my Fast and Furious of pizzas. Like mm-hmm. all all of the chain brands are my crappy action movie pizzas. You know, like I get a lot of people coming at me and they'll be like, Domino's is way better. It's like, I love Domino's equally oh. as well. Domino's. I love Dom. <laughs> I know's. I love Domino's. I love Papa John's. I love Pizza Hut. They're all equally like Not great pizzas, but I still love them a lot. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a medium thin crust, thin crispy. And it got here right as you all were transitioning to the final segment, which was a little watch party where you all watched face Face Off. We With did. the chat, He's take his <laughs> so to it's, a, yeah. By the time I mean, I got home, Kevin, about 40 it. minutes later, and they were still like trying to set up the. Whole. It, 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 it took a We
1: did not know you cannot, you can't cast to a TV while you're watching an Amazon Watch Party link. Mm. Did not realize you can't do that. Gotcha. I don't know Why? That was mm-hmm. Gotcha. We figured it out,
3: So I'm I'm waiting for my pizza to arrive. My pizza arrives, and I uh, first of all, lady just opens the door like delivery driver just she opened the, the door here. i like that for no her. here oh okay just open the door here and i was like oh shit and i look at cool greg i was like cool greg i'm out and i grabbed a little coke zero and i got the pizza from the lady and she was like oh thank and i was like thank you i'm leaving also by the way <laughs> so i got the coke zero got this thing for the road I'm and i too. i ate this whole medium pizza on oh, the ride home a bit, like sitting down i sat in the car for like Three of the slices ate the rest of them on the on what the drive you home. Eat in here with us yeah. if you were going to watch the movie. You you
1: watch the movie with, with us because I just
3: needed I needed some alone time.
1: Face Off was good. It's you a good movie. That was a really no. Nice I've movie. seen Face Off. Now I don't, Cool Greg's not here today, but he does He's have a assignment. Face Off. I don't,
3: don't want to go into
1: it. Uh, we have, have to. to. It's it was the, one of my favorite things that's ever happened here. Cool, G coming in and out of it right? Had a friend here. Uh, kind of funny. Best friend was coming. Their friend. They're home Sean Finnegan. People thought it was Sean Finnegan. Yeah, it was not. It was not. A lot of tweets. Coming in and out of it, not really paying attention to what was going on in Face Off. Thought that Joan Allen was the main bad guy of Face Off. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not familiar with Joan Allen, specifically in this movie, she's the wife of John Travolta, who gets kidnapped at the end. But Cool Greg and I, he, he, swe- he was so convinced that Joan Allen was the bad guy of Face Off, I started to doubt whether or not she was the bad guy of Face Off. He, he owes me one—a one-page essay on what he thought face-off was about. My brother, when like, an idea! Plants in his head. Yeah, he, he, he just, just gets just it. it.
3: It's it stuck on it. Also, yeah. So
2: Nick was so upset about it. Where I was like, "Oh man, am I gonna have to like walk Nick off and be like, hey, 'Hey, let's, let's calm down.'"
3: I
1: wasn't upset about it.
3: Oh, you seemed like you were very frustrated. No, I was
1: just messing with him. I was just matching his energy. It was fun.
0: Yeah, my brother gets hyper fixated on the most like random things about. It. If there's graffiti in a movie. Forget it. He's not looking at the plot. He's looking at all the graffiti, whatever. But he'll hyperfixate on random plot points that, like, I I haven't been able to find a pattern of, like, what is it that he's going to latch on here? I've told a out. variation of the story before. I, I don't know on what show. But um, we watched this this show last year that was on Hulu called um, Impeachment that was the story of Bill Clinton and the, the whole Monica situation, the right? Thing. Yeah and like episode one or two we get introduced to a character that's not monica Lewinsky. it's like the first woman that like uh did some things with with bill and like i don't remember all the details of this but a (laughs) blowjob happened all
1: right
0: and and a a couple beegers (laughs) and um and like apparently like she like it was bill clinton maybe maybe not but it didn't wasn't exposed or whatever so for the entire show, like this character was just like a, a one episode she's there. she makes one appearance like way later, but like she's not the focus of the show. My brother was just obsessed with hey, when's the blowjob girl coming back? And it was like,
3: that that was just part of the thing and I was, like, that's not, just she's uh, not coming back whatever yeah. And
0: also like when we're talking about this story, there is a blowjob girl, there is. yeah, <laughs> and it is Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, Mon- it is not yeah. this random side character that like was totally just kind of set dressing, essentially for like where the story's gonna go. And he watched every night with me and G because we binge watched it, and like he would be, I, I'm, he was like convinced he's like i'm telling you she's gonna come back and we're like cool greg this is a real story like we know how this goes this isn't like oh they might there's gonna be a big twist in the end
1: yeah. like it's just so funny at one point joan allen came on screen when she was trying to help nicholas cage just when she when he kind of convinces her that he's actually john travolta with nicholas cage's face put on him uh-huh. right and she started she, she just did the blood test to prove that it was him and it's definitive proof that he's john Tra, he's john travolta and john travolta's him and John Allen starts crying, and uh, she has a gun, and and, and Nicolas Cage takes the gun away from her, and Cool Greg screamed out, Blaster! (laughs) <laughs> and I look at Mike and Mike's just
3: fucking losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Mike at this point, Mike's at this point. It like depends good. on how much sauce. Cool, Greg. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. He mean, also yelled, look, "She's got the cannon." yeah, she's got
0: the she's got the
2: cannon. <laughs> got the cannon. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it, it was one of those. It's one of those. It was one of the few streams we've done in a while where everyone got a little bit loopy. There, we were all you know. Things were happening here and mm-hmm. there. Mike was doing the thing where Mike's eyes—he's got—he was like the old dog. The eyes were getting yeah, real low, yeah, yeah. real low, oh, and he yeah. kept scrunching down in his chair. In his chair, and I was like, any second. I mean, you looked like hear that it. the whole
3: day with the shark costume. Yeah, on. it was yeah. a long day. It was
1: a long day. The shark <laughs> costume was legit, but man, what a fun day! I guess the moral of the story is this: if you want to beat Andy, you have to make it a marathon, not a sprint. Because Andy, at one point, beat himself. You have to do, do everything
3: you can to stop, man.
1: <laughs> we wore you down, bud. You have to change the
3: rules. You have to introduce all sorts of wacky things. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it takes, you know. Bad boys well, we have a new
2: then. best video gamer in the building. Nick Scarpino. Best, best sure.
3: gamer. Best Jenga. Best sure.
1: gamer
2: in the company. You're he right. Sure
1: Mike gave up on that Jenga, too. You see him pull that one, you're like, hey, okay, well, let's talk anymore. about that. really
2: You quick. don't want to pull this shit anymore. Big Jenga, it weighs an extra heft to it. It's hard to get the pieces out. Kevin Jelen, you can only use one hand. Only I, can't a, even, look, I can't even get Tim, it out. What are the rules
3: of Jenga? Come on. Nick, only a big man can win big Jenga. <laughs> Right, and he's he's the the big man. You're the the one, bigger Jenga. You're the one for the job. (laughs) So, Kev you're asking me, what are the rules of Jenga?
1: If you had to guess, okay. Rules of Jenga: Are you allowed to touch the pieces beforehand? Are you allowed to use two hands? The answer is no to both. No, yeah, it's one (laughs) hand. One hand. Well, it's
2: big Jenga. Does that mean you can use two hands now?
1: No. I
3: Mike think so uh, Mike big. was feeling up this whole Jenga board the whole time. <laughs> I, yeah. he, but like, Mike would t- go yeah. to pieces and like He would start
2: shaking and pulling it up. He and like, out. He shook it like no, a jello mold. Want, <laughs> I don't want that one. I don't want that one. And it's like eventually are yeah. like, yeah, Mike, yeah. I that's enough. I told him
3: I told him take it on a date first before you're gonna touch it like that. Like this guy Mike was all over the board. And I was like, No, you have to just stick with the piece and you go with it. That's how they do it in Tahoe. The rules I've seen are the moment
1: you touch a piece, that's your piece yeah you're required it's like to, it's to like get a chest yeah, right Oppos- well, access to the opposite of chest you take your finger off the piece, <laughs> you can't move as, it anymore yeah, right as, Yeah See, I play the woodpecker mm.
2: rules Poke, poke no <laughs> He's <laughs> testing all over the place. <laughs> Mike literally
1: well, he, he approaches the board, and it was hilarious and in a perfect Nick fashion. Mike goes first, and Mike starts poking at things. would you believe how much shit I am talking to? I'm like, Mike, you can't touch all these things. You're cheating. I'm calling fucking liar, liar, pants on fire all over the place, right? It. Gets to my turn. I push one. I'm like, oh, got to touch a couple other ones. Got to figure this out. Because <laughs> what I haven't packed them in, Backed like them. like I you pack in a pint of ice cream. No, it's just so I, tight I, in there. You Jenga. Can't, first of all, I
2: was putting it together, and the first thing fucking Nick says is, are you going to straighten that out or is that how it's going to be? Out. I'm such an I'm asshole. Like, yeah. I well,
0: you're like, not complaining no. both ways.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no. So I'm like, hey, you want to fucking do it? He's like, no, no, I'm just, obviously I'm just kidding. <laughs> fucking guy's lying out of his ass.
1: No, because he, pa- he packed him pretty tight, man. He packed him pretty you tight. You can't pack him tight or loose. Th- they're, you, just, th- you, they're the, okay, the they, it's they are. Just it's just true, because the the big Jenga, it has some weight to it. It's mm-hmm. got some weight? And it weighs oh. itself in, and it, it just gets on in there. On
2: top of that, <laughs> I did purposely put it on top of the... Yeti yeah, cooler. Ice, yeah, the cooler.
1: Which, at first, I was like, that's not cool, but it gave us a little wobble effect, yeah. and I'm like, this is going to be, this they is going to pay it, off it in spades when yeah. I win this belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I, we're sharing this belt. We're co-champions. I'm the main champion. You're, like,
3: slightly Outta lesser champion. Get out of here, fucking trash. Right? Get here. out of here. This is us, Kevin. You're the Nick. best
1: gamer. I'm proud of you.
3: Nick, did you know that, uh, like, did you not have issues with certain things, and one of them is, like, how long can you really do... A standing ovation for. (laughs) I didn't know that was one of your things, but I'm glad we're talking about it. Because I I despise, and maybe like the first time I heard the news, it was one thing. Mm -hmm. The first time you see like a a little TikTok uh, video about something or like a news pops up on Twitter. And it says, so-and-so director with this and this much of a standing O, right? When they debuted the movie at this whatever festival. And I think the first time I was maybe like, okay, that's, that's an that's, oh, wow, like a four-minute standing ovation. That's mm-hmm. interesting. But then I feel like every movie since then, they have felt the need to tell you that the director or the actor is getting a standing ovation. So Harrison Ford had a, like, five-minute or four-minute standing ovation. Well,
0: now here's the problem, Andy. I'm right there with you on this. Me and Roger had a very big breakdown about this when this was happening because uh the the canis film festival is happening right now that's how you say it right
3: yeah canis yeah Yeah. it's canis Canis major
0: and um we started seeing these headlines come out about because the indiana jones reviews are hitting and oh boy yeah not looking good good. yeah yeah. the first headline i see is indiana jones harrison ford all them receives lukewarm Five minute standing ovation. Yeah. The fact that they like put <laughs> a, a qualifier on it. That's that just alone. I was like, something's off here. Then we see a different headline that say rupturous six minute standing ovation. They're both in the same room, talking about the same thing.
1: So we're getting
3: some conflicting information here from Variety and Deadline and Hollywood Reporter. That's that's one of my problems. Let's let's start
2: off. off, First off, no one's timing a standing up. Well, is that? Are you actually timing?
3: Are you having to time it in order to put the article out there to generate hype? Mm -hmm. And also, in lukewarm, is that just a lot of people going like, "Eh, "That that is the funniest thing." I guess I don't know. (laughs) It sounds like like
0: it (laughs) because they were cheering Harrison Ford's like career they're cheering harrison, harrison ford. ford yeah they're apparently not cheering this movie which makes me really sad they're not cheering the movie right the wild part about
2: o's the big o you know what i mean is the waves right you do the first standing O, everybody feels it when and you, then feel you can feel it, it start out. to die down but then there's always one jabroni whoo right picks it back up and then oh i guess we're back again you know what i mean you gotta have and the
3: champions you... in the crowd to mm-hmm. be the ones to kind of continue it so to go along with that yeah martin scorsese Mm-hmm. For his new movie, Looks good. *Killers of the Flower Moon*, yeah. starring Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo D, um, who won't date a woman under the age of twenty-four or over it's the age of twenty-four, um, got a six-minute standing ovation. Better, and you know, I didn't hear any lukewarm I stuff. What the qualifiers, but from. but again, yeah. the first time I heard about this, cool, interesting news. Oh, good for that person. They're getting credit where credit's due. Again, Barnes-Gorsese, acclaimed director, uh, best picture of The Departed 2006, right? Like, we've uh, always making bangers and, and, you know, rarely misses, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But again, for a six-minute thing, I cannot imagine, like, count right now to six minutes and you will feel it after 45 seconds.
2: I feel like people are embellishing that. Because like you said, there's there's no way someone is doing six minutes of standing on that. They right? are. If it's like they 45 are. seconds and someone's like, man, that felt like three minutes. I get it, right? But there's no way you are six minutes. People are standing and clapping.
3: That's a long The clap song.
0: starts being attributed to different people. That's what happens. Where it's like, first it's Harrison Ford, but then it's the director, but then it's someone else. Then it goes back to Harrison. That's that's how you get to that six minutes. It's like everyone's kind of milking it. And then there's the the moment where people are clapping because Harrison Ford's standing next to them. And then people start realizing like what's all going on. Yo, it actually is that drawn out. Like I've seen videos of it. And I, it blows People my mind. People need to get like, a life. I figure I mean this is what their life is. This is the one thing they're doing. But life. I'm with you. We there they, we need rules and regulations for the, the for the standing o. Figuring out what it is. I want firm guidelines. They should use the kind of funny scale 1 to 5 mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. about the like the quality of this yeah. ovation. But I feel like we from now on there's the pepperoni diplomacy act we just need to have a standing o act right we come up with something what are the
3: limitations i'll give them 40 seconds 40 seconds max because i'll tell you what if at a minute and a half i'm standing there i'm looking to sit down i'm looking to go back to my car to make sure that i beat the traffic like i that sounds like a living nightmare to be a part of in that room a, ahead, a game, I watch
2: sports games. People can barely stand for 24 seconds. Yeah, uh, during a shot clock, or no or,
3: or or when the, you know when the, the they call the batter out from the dugout. Mm-hmm. You know, bat, a player has a, a great game, or a pitcher throws a great game, or, or maybe it's one of these sort of lifetime achievement. Like we want to honor you because maybe we know you're retiring and you did really really good in your last game, and they call them back out. They call it the uh, the curtain call. Yeah. So the the player the player uh, the pitcher's maybe walking off the mound to thunderous applause right thunderous applause walking off and he's doing the wave in and he's like tip, you know doing the, the cap thing or whatever and he goes in the dugout and they keep on standing and cheering and it's almost like a um like a, a band coming out for their encore mm-hmm. and the pitcher stays in the dugout keep on clapping keep on and then finally walks back out does the cap does okay. the wave thing to everybody okay. else and that i feel like that happens for for very, very large or, or really important careers in sports or in baseball. Mm-hmm. But in filmmaking, I feel like we, I feel like every other week I'm seeing some story about like, hey, the Black Adam fucking rock <laughs> standing ovation, you know? Or like, you know, it's just, it's always, it's enough, it's enough. Well, this whole thing started, oh, it
1: didn't start, but I noticed it last year at the Canis, a Canus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say it, film festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Brendan Fraser's the whale. Remember, everyone's like, Brendan Fraser's no, back.
2: I think you can go further back than that, Nick. I remember a seven-minute stand. I mean, this is the first time I remember hearing about it. It was uh, Maverick. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That stands out. Well, that- well, I would stand, stand for You saved the movie industry. You saved was, was that same year?
1: That so, was the same year. So that's couple what couple I'm saying. So I remember, I remember that same, year same was event, the year right? that something got a standing ovation. And then every day... There was a new movie that was like, this one got a six-minute standing ovation. Mm -hmm. The French can't stop standing for this next movie. Yes. I blame the French. Oh. Because I think they have nothing better to do (laughs) than just stand (laughs) up and clap for movies the entire time. Do they
2: still throw flowers at these? Like, if you're not getting a flower bouquet tossed at you during a six-minute standing O... Is it really that
3: special? I don't know they do you that. Know what we I mean stage like stage performer. Yeah. Are we still throwing like, flowers? Like Broadway or Opera. Do you throw do you throw uh, like vegetables, tomatoes? If it's bad.
1: Well, if it's Harrison's final one, right? Who's are they throwing him something? No, I don't I don't think I don't think people brought flowers into a two hour movie screening and th- and throw them at him. They could.
3: Same. But here's an article more of like when people visit the Queen. Here's an article on AP News. Yeah. By Jake Coyle. Posted an hour ago. Wow. <laughs> M. J. Quayle on the finger. What the makes a standing ovation last 22 minutes at Cannes? Canis Canis Canis? Sorry, gotta get that right. Um, the Cannes Canis Film Festival is on, which means the stopwatches I'll... are out. Nowhere <laughs> stopwatches are nowhere out. are the length of standing ovations at high waters premieres more carefully recorded and parsed than at Cannes. or Can Canis. Wow. Canis. Did a movie garner a triumphant eight-minute standing ovation, or did the audience stand for a mere four or five minutes? How has such an unlikely metric come to reverberate around the world within minutes of a premiere, and why is everyone standing for so long? Doesn't anyone's hands get tired? Such effusive displays of enthusiasm have come to be a hallmark of the festival, and sometimes a bit of a marketing gimmick for films looking to resonate far from the croisset? croisset, I don't know. Uh, if the world's largest and glitziest film festival stands for cinematic excess, it's thunderous standing ovations can seem like it's greatest overindulgence. No one needs a bathroom break. Less widely understood though, is how the pageantry of Khan shapes and distorts standing ovations. When audiences rise after the credits roll in the grand theater, they aren't just standing and applauding the movie they just watched. And there's a bunch of, uh, I guess the article ones there. Maybe I got to, su- I, ha- I got to subscribe. Sorry. 22 gotta minutes subscribe.
2: is a whole dave episode you know what i mean like yeah full television
1: really that's is. an episode of seinfeld they, family guy
2: <laughs> nobody's you know? doing
1: that it's it's one of those things where like should we just should we just as america start putting the kibosh on standing o should we stop giving people the no you line?
2: gotta have the standing o it's just a certain time
3: limit because here's what i'm gonna say guys nine minutes was ultimately the call for flowers of the killer flowers of the clear i thought it was killers of the flower moon it's flowers of the killer moon
1: your guess is as good as mine. I've only seen it in headlines. Oh, a shit. Times. I'm bad. for bad. It. I, I got word. that wrong. Then. I,
3: I don't know anything about it. Uh, the longest bigger. ovation on record belongs to Guillermo del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth, which scored a 22-minute... Not that good a movie. Enough time to watch that's an episode the, of Seinfeld this, without the ads. This guy's right on, right there with me. Killer. Are you
1: writing this as you talk?
3: <laughs> Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9/11, on its way to winning the Palme d'Or at the 2004 festival, was applauded for 20 minutes. Jeff Nichols' Mud was cheered on for 18 minutes in 2012. This is ridiculous. It, it's
1: not. It's not sincere. And this is what I'm going to tell you right now. I think we should start. I think we should start protesting against this. I think we should start. Not doing standing O's in America anymore. They're like, are you here
3: protesting the writer's strike? Like, no. for the writer's strike? No, we're, we're here the for the standing, standing
1: ovations. Man. But, but we the, agree I'm with the,
3: y'all. Good, yeah, for y'all. The, the, <laughs> good for y'all. Good for you We're here, we're here. Support. We'll support you, you support us.
1: <laughs> exactly. Agree with it right now and say, hey, you Scratch our back. We'll
3: scratch yours. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. Here's why I say we do away with this. I don't like getting pressured into the standing O. It happens all the time. I went to a Broadway show when I was in New York, saw Jessica Chastain in a doll's house. I had no idea what Bell's House was going to be about. Spoilers. Boring as shit. Oh. She was great. Everyone was great as an actor. But the, the thing was like two hours long, no intermission. A lot of old people. Tim, so many cell phones went off. Mm-hmm. So many really? fucking cell phones went off. It was like, it's just like eating dinner with your parents. All like, the jitterbug cell phones you, know, you get for oh old people.
3: Oh my God, so many <laughs> cell phones went off. It's just an unnerving environment to be in. God, I used to sling so many jitterbug cell phones at Best Buy, (laughs) Georgetown, Texas. But
1: I feel like people, I didn't particularly enjoy the play. I enjoyed Jessica Chastain. I I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed the staging of it. But the play itself is very, very old. I think it was written like turn of the century. They modernized it just a little bit. But not for me. I mainly saw it because I wanted to see, watch Jessica Chastain act in real life. And it was every bit as great as I thought it was going to be. Was it worth the standing? Oh, I was on the fence about it. I was going to be like, it's great. Let's get the fuck out of here, right? Because I got to go. I'm hungry. But all the old people, one by one, they didn't know where the fuck they were. They were confused. They thought they were a goddamn Yankee game. They are like, oh, oh, what's going on? They all stood up. Now I'm the one asshole Jessica Aww. Chastain can see Looking right not standing up during the standing O. Go. I got to stand Such up. Such
3: a curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, I noticed you uh, weren't standing for the standing O. Oh, my God. Ah, you know, I had to go. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a al- long play. You know? <laughs> yeah, my legs didn't they hurt. Whatever. But I, if I'm being 100% honest, I don't know that I wanted to stand up for the standing O on that one. I did it as a matter of courtesy. To everyone. That's how it always is with live shows, by the way. Every musical that I've ever watched, anything, always gets a standing O. I'm like, if everything gets a standing O, Tim, what is the point of the standing O? You know what now it kind it's just—it's just, it's dumb.
3: You know what it kind of reminds me of? Kind of like shifting gears, but not really. Still staying in the same sort of stratosphere. The, ha- um, the State of the Union. When everybody stands up and claps behind the president. Yeah. After like— Yours, you the know, one that behind him like said. not even paying attention. Here's one cool thing I did, and then like you know, obviously, I'll, you know, I, either side is like pissed off about it, but the other side is like, they stand up for every single thing said. That's what it kind of reminds me of. It's what it is. We're having to sort of fake this to show that we are super backing it. I love lots of things. Where was right. Fast Tens?
1: I love Fast Tens. I Great. tried. I loved uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. That might be one of my favorite Scorsese movies to ever come out. Far and away is best, especially in that specific like five-year span of movies that he made. Like not, nothing even fucking close to that film came out. Yeah, it didn't win the big yeah, that's award. A good one though, nothing close came out. Oh, okay, but even that movie, which I have watched more than any Martin Scorsese movie ever, on planes. Totally inappropriate on a plane. I, I don't know. I respect that, but for whatever fucking it reason, be United. That one. I was uh, United it on a plane one time. <laughs> United, you're gonna put it on. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Right. It says right beforehand. Hey, just be aware. There's maybe some people around you. I look.
3: No kids. You look whatever. to your side, and you're like, you're going to learn eye, kids. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot about
1: a lot about insider trading. But even that movie, I give, I'm staying up for a minute on that. I see Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not staying up 22 minutes for that. At that point, you're just doing it because you're worried that other people are going to shame you for not standing up longer for Harrison Ford, for Han freaking Solo.
3: So you think it's like a social kind I of I think it's a social contract but, thing. Yeah. Where
1: you see Han Solo, you go, we go. I'm going to stand. And then Tim and I get competitive. How long is it going to go? I'm older, but I'm lower to the ground, so I can stand longer than Tim can, because he's got the wind shear It's less factor. noticeable <laughs> for
3: you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inside a theater. It's, it's the like, fucking wind factor. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean? Catch. You
2: don't want to be the asshole that didn't clap for Harrison fucking Ford, right?
3: Yeah. What's I something? Know.
2: It's like playing catch with your friend, and both of you want to say, hey, I'm done, but you don't want to be the one to say, hey, I'm done, yeah. and so you just keep throwing, and then eventually you just give up. Your arm is... Like, was... Is Tim going to sit down? Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to keep standing there. I'm, it, like, I'm a
0: sitter, dude. I, I sit down... Way too early, and I try to set the tone. I, I want to show my respect. I want to be there for the claps. If there's cameras around, pictures, cool. I'll be there. I'm going to sit down. I don't got time for this If shit. I'm not moved to thing stands, at a church,
2: then it's not worth the standing up.
1: You know what I mean? I need to be moved to standing. So you're going to tell me, Michael. You're sitting in a Broadway theater. Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain is five feet away from you. She can see in the mm-hmm. sparkle in your eyes. And you weren't moved. You're not going to stand up to I would Jessica say, Chastain. Jessica, I don't know who you are. But... Yeah, I
3: say, yeah, I was about to say, can we bring up images of different actresses? I don't know if Mike can name uh, who Jessica uh, this Chastain, Chastain is. Chastain. Ron yeah.
2: James beating the scoring record? I'm up. Kevin. I'm Mike, clapping. fuck you. Kevin, sorry. I
3: don't believe you for one second. Like
0: I love that you're coming here on Tough Guy Energy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen you standing up when someone gave you a blueberry muffin at a
1: Starbucks, and <laughs> yeah. you're just like so impressed with shit. not Tell What's you right your favorite now, meal? How you doing? I can tell you that Barrett was Jessica Chastain and you fucking gave him the same <laughs> for fear that maybe I was right. <laughs> Kevin, do me a favor. Uh, bring up, can you do me, without, without having there be names or words, can you bring up a picture of Bryce Dallas Howard Jessica Chastain, That's funny, and Amy I was, Adams. I was about to do that exact thing. And Group let's ball. see how yeah, many of these get right. I know those, those get get two right.
2: girls. I know those two other
1: uh,
3: Yeah, but we also have the fact that you can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> the screen we're looking at is only uh, 72 inches. It's not 190 inches. That's not inches. 72. It's
2: smaller than my screen in my bedroom.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. It's 65. It's 65. We got the smaller ones. <laughs> <laughs> what, what size is the TV in your room? 75. huh.
2: And I sit three feet away from it. Yeah. I'm immersed is what it's called. I'm immersed. I, you know, I,
3: I, I had to kind of let Mike down yesterday. I felt bad doing what it. told me. felt bad doing it. I thought you were going to step up. I was really excited. Mike hit me up and was like, let's hit the range, man. Let's hit some balls. Mm-hmm. I was like, totally down, man. I'm gonna walk right now. I'll tell you when I get back. I got back, and I just made the mistake of getting a little horizontal. Went a little down. And I was like, oh. Mike, I was, it's mostly the drive, honestly. Yeah, I know, I get it. It was yeah. mostly getting in my car and then doing the twenty-five uh, minute drive to come down here. That I was like, I was like, Mike, I'll go to Spices if you want, but I don't know if I can hit balls. I'm horizontal, bro. And he was like, I understand. I'm gonna go hit some balls, but thank you for the offer.
2: Got a new rule in life. If you're feeling like you don't want to get, you know, unmotivated, don't get horizontal. Horizontal. You so know what what I mean? Mean? If you get home and you got stuff to do, don't you dare sit down. Cause the moment you get horizontal, it's over. It's right. The, the problem is, it's like, over.
3: like my room is my living space. Mm-hmm. So like, you need like my bed mat. is like my couch. <laughs> when I sit down, and sometimes I turn on Tears of the Kingdom, and I get a little horizontal. It's like, oh man, I'm what was it? I saw? I saw I was
2: streaming right, and so my switch pops up with everybody on there. I get Andy's text. I'm like, all right, dope. And I'm sitting there. I'm playing. And then I see Andy Popper says Legend of Zelda, and I go, okay, well, let's see what Andy's about to do here.
1: (laughs) I I mean, as a general rule, if I have to do anything physical, I don't go home. Because the second I'm home, like if it's a workout that I got to go to or someone wants to go for a walk or something else, if I cross through my threshold, my domicile, and I hear the quiet... And it's like air con in the, uh, and then there's a bed there or something. I'm not, I'm not leaving. It's wide, like my shoes come on. The
3: white noise. It's,
1: yeah. it takes all the willpower I possibly have to not cancel on YouTube, Brownies for that.
0: Yeah, for me it's like the, it's the belts and like that. Once I get the accoutrements off, all the little extra oh. shit, I'm like, I don't want to go out again. But if I got shoes, I can deal with whatever. I might not. Yeah, you know, I might slip into my like free runs, just some
1: like mm. the, yeah, the quick and easy ones. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Your free runs are like. Like in 1950s, when guys would come home in suits, and they go, "I'm gonna slip into something more comfortable," and they come down in a different suit.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's the Tim's free ride. They <laughs> they're just not like, wearing the jacket. They still yeah. have the button yeah. up. And I mean, I told you, I, I've said
1: this
0: before, but like it is not a lie. I literally have a pajama bomber jacket. <laughs> like, I love that, My like right. home, like like I'm just chilling. I have a bomber jacket. <laughs>
2: It's is that, so what do you wear when you're chilling? Let's talk about like you get home mm-hmm. and you're probably like me. I immediately strip off of everything and I change into something different.
3: How much what, more could you strip down? <laughs> well, you know what I do is
2: I go, I go basketball shorts, no underwear. The sign of me getting comfortable, no underwear. That's how you know. So we that's, we talked about that's this. Horrifying the to find the out, moment that I take off my underwear, it's over. I wear underwear. We're going out. You know what I mean? If uh-huh. I'm at home, it's basketball shorts, no underwear.
3: You're free balling the whole time.
2: Yeah, free-balling all day. That's how you should be.
3: I don't know, man. You're telling
2: me you're just wearing underwear all the time, bro? Bro. Yes. Yes. Get loose,
1: bro. Let them loose, I'm with Mike on this one. No, man. Thank you, Nick. I'm with Mike on this one. loose a little bit. If I'm at home, I'm wearing wearing some big sweatpants, nothing else. Because here's the thing. I'm not washing my
3: basketball shorts every night. I'm not washing mine every night. That's gross, bro. You? That's My gross. Man. Those are your jam yeah, The
2: balls are touching that all the time. And the, yeah. and oh, the and so and, and canis. What am I doing? I'm not getting active. I'm just sitting on the couch. No, yeah, but fart. you're, cum-
0: it's, you're accumulating. You're farting. You're fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll be real. Like I don't know about y'all. I got way more butt juice than I want to have at any given moment. Yeah. I'm a underwear. I mean, it's just like I just feel like there's sweat down there to the point that I'm like, yeah, no. it's. I'm an underwear boy. you Through through. I mean, no, but oh. I sweat enough. though, no, I'm, no like,
2: I'm not sweating that much. No, I can't yeah. be letting
0: my, my pants and shorts get yeah, shit. Yeah, the moment, I, if I get home, when I get home, it's
2: shorts are off, underwear's off, basketball PJs are on, that's it. Guys got it. And that means I'm in full relax. Mode.
3: Is that what you do, though, Nick, or are you just saying this guy's no, got I,
1: it? No, I, <laughs> I have my pajamas, of course, that are hanging on a hook with my socks. <laughs> the hook? With oh. his socks, yeah, he's got the hook socks, <laughs> there, yeah. And I forgot you know, the Nick, hook. Can we get a
3: picture of the hook soon? I, I you know,
1: forgot got, the hook. Next podcast, I'll take a picture of the I forgot the hook you know, was a variable in this. The hook has two hoodies on it, <laughs> a pair of jeans that I wore over the weekend that are my nice jeans, but I, I didn't wear them fully. <laughs> so I'm going to wear them again next weekend. <laughs> cool. Love, I love the, the idea that D was like, you guys moved into this place.
3: It's all set up. D's like, now this is your hook. <laughs> uh, it's it's, your it's okay. It
1: it's like a row of hooks that are against like in, inside my my closet. I'll take a picture. of. There's like maybe eight hooks. Mm. And I use every single one of them, but one of them is specifically for my sleepy socks. Yeah. But the sleepy socks, I take them off. And the sleepy socks sometimes just go by the bed. And then at 5 o'clock in the morning when I'm cold, I get out and I put them on. And then I get back into bed and Mm. back to bed. It's really good. That's how I roll. And so
0: we did a pajama party last week. Yeah, and we did. The reason that Mike wore the, the shark outfit was because he doesn't wear pajamas. He sleeps naked. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. so you were like, I'm going to wear a uh-huh. shark costume. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it'd yeah, be yeah, fun yeah. for the
2: content. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So,
0: so wait, so sleeping naked versus sleeping
3: in your like.
2: underwear, shorts, t shirt, socks,
3: yeah. flannels, one. What are you rocking? Where are we at here? I, sleep. I just do my me undies with a t shirt. I'm too. No socks. Uh, I generate too much oil. And, uh, I'm just like an oily dude. And then that like makes me have to replace the padding, uh, like un- that goes underneath all the sheets. Yeah. That makes me have to replace that sooner than I'd want. Mm-hmm. So once I started wearing t-shirts, like I realized this grow it, when I was growing up. Cause my mom was like, I'm so glad you stopped. You started wearing t-shirts at uh, when you're asleep because I-, I have to replace that fucking thing way less now. You're just, oh, yeah. you're just oily at night. You know? Oh, yeah.
1: That's what I mean. I, I'm the same way. I'm t shirt, sweatpants, and then socks. No if socks.
3: It's super me. cold. No socks. But I've
1: actually lately been just kind of the socks kind of go on and off depending on how cold it is. The weighted of the blanket is
3: more than enough for like my if it's cold at night. Like the weighted, I have the sheet with the comforter and then the weighted blanket on top, and I'm totally fine. I can't have the weighted blanket. D, it's too claustrophobic for D. Oh. So it's good.
1: What happens is if I had, I used to have this big blanket that was like a quilt. That we used to be on the bed, and then it got folded onto me, and then it got folded a third time onto me. And I'm like oh. what is going on here? And D would just push it away because she didn't like it anywhere near her. And, like mm. the weight of it was just too much for her. Oh. Whereas I like, for a person who's weirdly claustrophobic in real life, I like to be. Sm- I like the weight to be like a hug. Yeah, that's hugging me.
3: That's, it's supposed to feel that way. That's what it's I like, like when you buy the dog jackets right. to make so the dogs feel like they're the thunder blankets or whatever, mm-hmm. so they're not scared by storms. They feel like uh, they're they're constantly being held.
1: I love that. I love that for both of us. Before we get into everyone else's sleeping habits, why don't we take a word from our sponsors?
0: Shout out to RTX for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to spend an amazing summer weekend in Austin, Texas, the RTX convention is the perfect excuse. RTX is a gaming, comedy, animation, and podcast festival that Rooster Teeth is throwing in Austin, Texas at the convention center from July 7th through 9th. And rumor has it a couple kind of funny people whose names may or may not rhyme with Motrike Like and Loey Mowell are planning to head down to party as well. RTX has so much to offer over the three days with activities like a free paranormal themed escape room, Achievement Hunter, mini golf, tubing with Ruby characters, and over a dozen live shows with guests like Dungeons and Daddies and Therapy Gecko. There are also evening events each night from parties to a comedy showcase, an evening rave, and everything in between that can be found in Austin. Buying Ultra and Platinum badges will get you the highest perks, but There's also a solid deal right now where people that purchase weekend and daily badges get another badge for 50% off. Go to rtxaustin.com to select badges and to find additional information. Don't miss out on one of the biggest parties in Austin this summer. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use, or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions Really cost most americans think that they spend around 80 dollars a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions that you don't even know about rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions it monitors spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one Place. rocket money has saved some of us here at kind of funny a ton of money and it can help you too rocket money also helps you manage all your finance in one place and automatically can help you categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time so stop throwing your money away you can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny and we're back yeah i feel pretty aligned with andy here where i i switch into a sleep shirt just like a an old me undie shirt essentially mm-hmm. i have like a me undie set that's like my uh i can't wear these anymore and w- what i do is i cut a little slit in the bottom so i know this is a sleeping one this is a, a go to work hmm. normal black shirt um and then so yeah just black t-shirt and then me undies either lounge pants or the lounge shorts depending on the temperature. And then always socks. Like, I can't not have socks. Well, here's the thing. Sleeping. Can't sleep with socks. Those yeah, okay, be okay. But I, I don't understand people that are just barefoot walking around the world. Like, that's just one of those things that grosses me the fuck out. And so, yeah, I always need to be wearing at least – I need a layer on me top to bottom somewhat. And sleeping, yeah. Need the shirt. Need need the
1: undies. It's interesting you say that. I have the socks that I will wear inside my house but I also have the slippers that the socks go into mm-hmm. so around my house I wear the house slippers they yeah. never go outside sometimes occasionally I get bold I run to the trash shoot, throw them in there, come back yeah. in but my hallways are carpeted, so I feel like it's fine but the socks I have a weird thing where I'm like I don't like getting into my bed with dirty stuff like dirty Yo, feet or yeah. dirty socks yeah. stuff, I have to make sure the socks are kind of clean before they get into the bed. Of course, very very important for me. But again, that's why I can wear the socks multiple times over the week because they're just basically the, they're just warmth for my feet. That's what it is. That's what the shorts are. Exactly. For me at home. I don't understand people that would wear. Don't you feel constrained with the underwear? That's so it gives me. Like, it gives
3: me like a stomach. Me you're not veins. getting like choked out while you're sleeping because of the t They're me undies. They got the the ball and dick pouch like. Microbial Everything's fabric, super soft pattern? and nice in there. Get the BD patch? I Wait,
2: will say I'm impressed with the MeUndies. I know this isn't an ad, but like for real, those are solid underwear. Now, they haven't
3: sponsored
1: impressed. us in a long time, I'm impressed. so we're not going to give them
2: any free ads. All right, here. fuck Le- MeUndies. No, I'm kidding, them. Let I love yeah, it.
3: Um, I've been wearing the same t-shirts to sleep for the last like maybe 15 years. And they I just can't I can't quit them. It's these old like back in the day when I would just buy blank no graphic tees from american apparel mm-hmm. and these are these are some tri-blend american apparels i straight mm-hmm. up bought like in legitimately like 2009 2010 and i still wear them to this day because they are so soft at night and they haven't lost like any of the like they're not like old t-shirts that, yeah they're, they're still i don't know they feel like they're brand new i've, I've been wearing them forever Are they way less flattering on me now? Absolutely, yeah. They were, like, smalls back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, I always used to do the small T-shirts because, oh, man, trim and fit, flat stomach, big titties. Like, I just looked looked good back then, bro. Not so much anymore.
1: Now, so, now, well, the, well, you know what? The trends have changed, though. We're back in the 90s now. So, oversized stuff is. Back to baggy. That's legit. Get your Jinko jeans out. Oh, remember
2: those? Those were incredible. you ever have a pair of those? I watched one of my buddies shove a two liter in the back pocket. It was you could incredible. shove a
3: whole
1: fucking 7 Eleven. I in the back saw pocket. the video I of the guy, guy shoving the Super
3: <laughs> Nintendo in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim, you missed a hilarious moment, by the way, when we were doing our Elden Ring stream, because Mike was like, why didn't you get in the tent with me? Nick, why mm-hmm. don't you get in the, we had a tent, you know? Nick was like, I don't know, I don't want to get in there, there was uh you know, there's a lot of, you know, it's just a small cramped area, and plus, like, you know, I did not want, you know, what if it was, like, stinky or something? And then, somebody mentioned the fact that, like, <laughs> maybe it was stinky, huh? and then... The tent was a little stinky. The tent stinky. was a little stinky, Mike, or Nick says. had excess. stinky socks. And then, immediately... The the blaming just gets shot out from Mike. He goes, there was, "That was probably Roger. I think Roger had some stinky socks. Yeah. It was so fast." I have it,
2: brand new socks, Tim. I bought brand new socks last week. But That doesn't mean you
3: me. need to throw anyone
1: <laughs> else under I'm the bus. It out, <laughs> Tim. The, the bus came by, and Mike took Roger and he just threw it underneath the bus. So now, mind you, Mike was also the person who uh-huh. admitted to busting ass for the first time in in the Let's Play. Version, in the right? laugh, in the laugh. Mike yeah, just there's right. a quiet moment. Mike just
3: starts laughing. He goes. I farted. <laughs> no, I, think, I think Nick asked. Like, yeah, Nick was For like, he was like, oh, really? Because I farted. That's why that may, be, may have been this But uh-huh. But like, witnessing Mike do that like I needed David Attenborough talking to me about how the cheetah approaches its prey like it was masterful stuff of like here is this being in the wild and a a slight little like you know maybe maybe we're throwing out like hey there's something wrong here and then just this blame immediately well, it was probably Roger sucks. <laughs> It was it was truly the stuff of legend. Oh, oh, we oh, cannot, stop.
1: by the way, we cannot confirm that it was we, we do not think it was Roger's socks. <laughs> everyone to know that right now. We don't know what the what the source was. No, we definitely don't. on
2: stream after <sighs> during the movie, you guys said it was definitely a socks. Laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're assholes and we were joking around. We're not, we don't know what the source of the spell was. Who knows what it was? It could, there was three men in a tent. Lord knows what, Lord 10. knows what was causing the, the
3: smell. It was factor. It was magnificent. It was man. such yeah. a ridiculous moment. <laughs> like, oh man. You put that on the highlight reel of like <laughs> here's LeBron's uh chase down block in the finals. Here's Mike shifting a blame to Roger. <laughs> God,
1: poor Roger. And yet Roger still likes this. I wonder why. I'll never understand. I don't anything. know if he does. Uh, <laughs> he likes me. I mean he likes me too.
0: You know, I think he likes Nick a lot more than you would expect. And I only say that just you, you guys don't interact with a despicable that much, human being. Right? Yeah. Whereas like then there's blessing. I'm not <laughs> you. You know, jury's out on blessing. But I feel like both of them haven't interacted I with you talk much. About music. But there is like a I Roger, like I see a spark in that kid's eyes. And I'm like, oh he he sees he sees Nick. He loves he sees Nick for who Nick, Nick is Nick. I know it for the, a the
3: charismatic king, Nick Scarpedo. Whereas Blessing sees right through that shit. <laughs> First, no, off, no, I know I disagree with that because anytime Anytime I see Blessing on content with Nick, it really, it you know what it reminds me of? Vin Diesel and Helen Marin. He is all smiles. He is like, I, like. this is a guy Perfect that I example. used to watch a whole Perfect lot of his example. content back in the day, and he is still as funny to me as he was the day that I discovered him, because I don't have to hang out with him all the time. Okay,
1: that last okay. part. All okay. of he doesn't think
2: that last part. <laughs>
3: Roger and Blessing are awesome. They
1: we get along great, mostly because, yes, our interactions are very limited. Okay. <laughs> Roger and I work together a little bit more closely than Blessing and I because Roger is a little bit more on the post-production side of things, stuff like that. We pick each other's brains on stuff every once in a while. Uh, Blessing and I, I I want to hang out with Blessing more. I just he is so much firmly on the game side that it's so hard for me to actually do content with him. But I have mean, I to take him out to lunch. But yeah. That is one thing I will hey, say. It's, it's been on my account. Blessing you for watching. It's not. But if you are watching, let's go to lunch. Let's hang out. No, I but when, you,
3: you all when y'all do, I honestly like, anytime I do see it, there's a gleam in Blessing's Eye because he, he laughs so much at like, all the dumb shit Nick does and says. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, and I it's just that. like, it It feels so wholesome to see those interactions because you don't get to see them often. Fair. Um, but yeah, Roger, I, I didn't know Roger really had that affinity for Nick, Mike. I, he does,
2: dude. He loves seeing you. He says he wants to hang out more times. I want to hang
1: out more with those guys, with Roger, too. He says come over to his desk, hang out. I come over all the time, and then the, the, I'll come over like a fourth time, like too many times. I came over too many times. <laughs> Roger looks hey, man, too many <laughs> yeah. times Fourth time? Because Roger's always here. That's what like, Roger, Roger goes-
3: tells me, like, oh, he just walks in my desk all the time, I'm like, Welcome to my first three years I kind of funny, Two years of kind of funny. Your desk had the good snacks. <laughs> <laughs> you had the Bellevue lunch snacks, breakfast snacks. I always wanted them.
1: Unfortunately, your desk Both. was always well, everyone had to go past. Yeah. You know, it was the same. But that's how me and Greg became best friends because he sat next to me and he had the Tabasco Cheez Its. Mm. And I was like, can I have some of those? And we used to share bowls of it. And then I started bringing them in because I felt bad for eating all of his. And then we became friends. Drucker sat next to us too. He was like, Can I have some of those? And I said, You get your own fucking Tabasco. <laughs> Jesus, Drucker. This is me and Grace. <laughs> Mike, I have a question for you yeah. in line with all
0: this. Seating arrangements, right? This uh-huh. is your first uh-huh. time working in an office with us. So yeah you, you you weren't there for what we were referring to before, where like there was no ideal seats, there was yeah. er, there was some worse than others. I I do feel bad for Andy because he was just in a very inopportunity. Andy
2: was spot. in the walkways,
0: right? Kevin was in the closet. Uh, Andy was th- in the there was way. a lot of things, and yeah, I was yeah, I, I, I in the. I chose to stuff. be my closet. I'll miss
2: that closet so much.
0: Mike, what is your kind of takeaway? I don't I don't care about any of the the like things working, not working, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Mike Howard's opinion on our seating arrangement is. It's a Great
1: question.
2: Uh, Our seating arrangement is good, not great. The people who have it great are you and Joey because you two talk the most and have the most fun laughter-wise, and it's right behind me so I'm very jealous because I look at Greg and Blessing who have their headphones on 90% of the day and don't want to laugh and joke around. Mind you, Greg will give you a solid five when he walks in, right? Brings in a great opening. He'll make a couple of jokes but then 95% of the day Headphones on. He don't want to talk to you. Monitor. Right? And, and, and
3: when he is doing that stuff, Mike, yeah. Greg, like he's doing it as if he's on content, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is always a treat. Yeah, because it's like we he's are performing like forming for us. The, we're going to get to talk about this weird interaction later on a show. He's doing this right now for yeah. the yes, people. Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. G to my left. Me and Cool. G have a good time. Uh, the best part about my situation right now is I'm close to the door, so I'm like a small dog. Anytime somebody opens it, I'm like, "Oh, I get a chance to say hello to
1: someone," and I love that. <laughs> You're the first person I see when I walk through the door. Uh-huh. I wouldn't have it any
2: other way. Exactly, and your, I
1: love your that. eyes light up when they see me. It it warms my heart. I go, any anxiety I had about coming into here immediately melted away. Then I lock eyes with Roger. Anxiety comes right. Back. <laughs>
0: it's always Roger. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing because like Mike is close to the door. Roger. It's, like, his eyes, like, when the door's there, he's fucking ready, and he's ready to say hi to whoever it is. Like, he's playing games. Like, he's taking bets himself on who's going to be the next person walking who's in that? the door. Like, he'll say hi Tim before it's even me, and, he, and he's like, I fucking
3: won that Well, one. I, 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 th- I think that's a part of his initiative to start the day better. Because he's told me, like, wanting to be more positive mm. in the morning so that it kind of, like, rolls throughout the rest of the day and the, the afternoon. Because, like, I, I am... More than anyone, I'm probably the most sourpuss in the morning because I just I am so awful in the mornings, and I take that Adderall. I'm feeling great. Oh man, I talked to the whole world, man. Take that Addy. Take that Addy. Got but add like bef- before, I have any that any of that stimulation. Like if I don't have to talk to anybody for the next week, totally fine. <laughs> like that's how I am in the morning, right? Um, but Roger said, like, no, like I, every morning I'm trying to like. This is a while back that. Like, hey, good morning, you know, this and that. And then a couple times he did that to Blessing, and Blessing was like, it's way too early for that shit, man. <laughs> like, like, bring that down. It's way too early to be acting that way right now. <laughs> that's so fucking perfect. I love that. But I totally, I totally understand where Roger's coming from, like, trying to manifest that happiness and that, like, energy in the morning. And that's why every day when I used to, like, work at Best Buy or, you know, all the stuff, we like, I just dreaded the whole fucking day. I would start the day off mm-hmm. with Russia's spirit of the radio. Invisible airways. And I'm just like, it it boosts my mood, mm-hmm. and I'm just like suddenly happy. And I feel like that's what kind of Roger's been doing the past several months of how can I start off the day good mm-hmm. and continue that throughout the rest of it, you know?
1: I I think that's so it's so funny because I think everyone. Feels it. My, my one thing is like, if I'm feeling a little bit down in the morning and I come in and everyone's already got that, everyone's already like 120%. It's so hard to walk into that sometimes because I'm like, I just kind of want to go to my desk, check email, let the caffeine kick in. And I definitely want to join the party, but I'm just not quite there yet. It's tough.
3: It helps when it's people you love because Lord knows I, I had so many stories I would tell all my friends back in the day when I worked in my first studio and we had a coworker there who bless his heart such a nice kind dude but like i fucking hated walking in <laughs> i'm a pissy in the morning and i'm walking in and Oh, hello. Good morning. How's it going? I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, man. Like, I just don't want to talk to you right now. And this guy was like always trying to be like, you know, I might like drop my backpack too loudly. And be like, oh, <laughs> what, what happened there? Are you okay there? I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't want to fucking talk to you right Poor now. Or Stewart. I have Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Four Stewart. You're going to be <laughs> the
2: catalyst for change. You're bro, close on guy. the. You're close
3: <laughs> on the name right there. Stew out there. And like, it it oh all. my god. The thing is, like, <laughs> me and my other superior. Um, Michael Hutchison, who he and I felt very similarly about this same coworker, were like, anytime somebody would walk in, like, oh, hello, good morning. I'd get a little, like, not, it wasn't Slack, but I forgot what we used back in the day, Jira or some shit. And I'd get a little message from him and be like, Oh, hey, good morning. Like, oh, this fucking guy. Like, just shut up, dude. And this guy stunk, man. Oh, my God. This guy, <laughs> this guy we're, about stinky this, we're about to talk about I him. I liked
2: this guy. Snow. I liked this guy until he became stinky.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I I, like, stinky. You got to
3: watch those dry Best Buy shirts, bro. Stinky never showered. No, 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 no. This is on my first game studio. Not Best uh, Buy. Okay. I thought it was Best Buy guy. Stinky never showered, but covered himself in cologne. Oh, covered himself in fucking cologne <laughs> and, and cologne. sat on a fucking exercise ball. And anytime he would sit down, the waft of air and bad stink would go throughout. No, I don't like it. And it that. would like cover. And he'd walk by you and, oh, and uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we're working on that. Not, oh, look at that. I was just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, this guy was like the bane of my existence. All my friends had to hear me rant. About what we'll call stew. stew. I talked about stew all of the fucking time. And I'd go back home to visit friends and be like, dude, what, what's happening to the stew? Like, oh my God, dude, let me tell you. Like, I had nonstop stories about did it. Did you
1: report it? Did you ask HR to step in and be like, hey, let's have a conversation with this guy about hygiene? Um,
3: very similar to the kind of funny. Not really a whole like... A whole lot of HR? HR, yeah. <laughs> like, really it's a, a very, very small studio that like, yeah. you know, everybody kind of knew... That's just how that he just is. How it's gonna He's the type of guy that we'd go get Korean food and he'd be like, oh, I'll take the beef bulgogi. Like he would like do the uh, super enunciated like mm-hmm. accent stuff. And it's like, you could just call bulgogi. Like they're fine. Like you don't have to like act like you grew up in Korea. <laughs> like it's right. totally fine. Like he was the guy that was always, he was so extra about everything. He walked around with about 74 keys on his fucking keychain. Hitting his fucking thigh everywhere he walked. And like <laughs> every time, My coworker, Bob, would be like, how many fucking houses and cars do you have? Like, we all kind of complained about Stu. Stu. Oh, my God, Stu.
1: I remember I had a, uh, my buddy had a roommate. I'm not going to say his name. Part of
3: gold, though, Stu.
1: I had a roommate at his uh, place when we were, like, uh, in college in Irvine. And I'll never forget this guy. He never, like, he always wore flip-flops and or no shoes and but he, and he always sat at his desk and this was back when like everyone was playing like would not stop playing world of warcraft so the carpet underneath his desk was black as was the wall in front of him because he'd put his feet up on the wall oh and it was the fucking most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my entire life don't, oh, i made my skin his crawl feet were so fucking disgusting and dirty and i was like dude you have got to talk to that guy and my friend was like it's too far gone we're just literally gonna move out And he did. He left the fucking guy there because he was like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to deal with the wall situation. I'm going to move out and let him get a new roommate in and they're going to deal with the however much that's going to cost to fix. Smart. Martin Martin
3: Farton used to do that. Martin Farton.
2: He would smoke (laughs) outside on the picnic table no shoes on. What's his name? (laughs) Martin Farton. Martin Farton, my good friend. He used to go outside.
3: I meant to tweet about this to Nick the other day. Actually, you know, (laughs) me and Tim were in LA (laughs) and out of nowhere, I just thought of It's funnier that it's not Fartin Martin. It's It's funnier that it's Martin Fartin. Fartin'. Like, it's funnier that that's a nickname. And I just thought about (laughs) poor Marty who has to have this nickname. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Martin Fartin
2: would go outside. We'd have like, it was just a dirt front yard, and he'd sit there and smoke cigs. And he would take his grippers, as the kid in the tee put, and his feet and just run them in the sand and just grip sand and dirt and do this. And then immediately walk right back into his house, lay on his bed, put his feet up on the couch. Never thought twice. Martin, I don't like that. It's just
1: so Martin. Martin,
2: Martin, bro. Like Some people are crusty like that, bro. Some people are like, this. look at folks. Public built service different announcement. From me. Built
1: clean different. out your feet. Clean out your butts. Like clean out. Cl- take showers. Clean stuff. If you if you the bottom of your foot is like so soiled and dirty that it's gonna track into your house, you gotta jump. You gotta be jumping in the
3: shower before. I'll you tell you. I'll tell you bad. what's really kind of changed a lot of stuff is my bidet. Like I'm constantly. Worried about my ass being clean, right? Like,
1: it's a strange feeling knowing that that's a thing,
3: right? And, like, how clean can it get? I'll often just Is it dirty? sometimes just go do a wipe just in case, just, yeah, right? Like, wipe. if you're feeling yeah. sweaty or swampy or oily wipe. or whatever, yeah. you know. But the bidet well, has done ha- has made such a change because I often just use it. If I'm not. For a little fun. Let's spruce just it to up. feel something. Well, it up. I'm emotional sure to get some water down there and just kind of like, oh, let me just do Make like sure an extra thing yeah. today. Yeah. Feels great. I'll
1: tell you what. If I'm walking around and I'm thinking I got to go out and I'm not feeling clean down there, I'll hop in the shower. I'll clean the whole I like I'll that. clean the whole area out. The whole the front to back, I'll, back to front, whatever. There's
3: something be. about showering after you've worked out during the day, like a 2 p.m. shower after you've done like a really, really good workout. Mm hmm. There's something about how your body just feels different. I need scientists to look into the chemistry of why you feel so fresh and, like, alive in that moment. I don't know why it's only the day, though. At night, I wish I could feel the same way. It doesn't feel the same way at night. Oh, man. It's just, like, something about the day you had, a, like, a long kind of workout. Your, your body, you're feeling the aches, you know. You go in there, and you kind of you just kind of clean it all out. It feels but you're a, night,
1: you're a night shower, aren't you?
3: I'm a night shower, yeah. But I mean, like, if I go to the gym, like, on the weekend, and oh, yeah, afterwards, or I go on a long-ass walk, it's like, all right, I oh, need yeah. to I'll tell you what, freshen up.
1: Came home, got home around 11.30 after the stream, sat down, ate, ate, you know, ate a little something, drank a little water. I was like, come on, go to bed. Went to get into bed and, like, moved, and I was like, I got a layer of stickiness on me. Hit the shower. I hit the shower. Hit the, showers. Hit the shower. Yeah. Hit the showers. I we would live in around. the shower if I could. Like I, I think,
0: I think a shower is my happiest place. Like I love sleep, I love laying in bed. I love the shower, and and every morning, morning suck. I'm with Andy. Not I'm not a morning guy at all. In my older age, unfortunately, I just naturally wake up and it fucking sucks. But there's that moment where I'm in bed. Is that a Gia I, thing? I, I think. Did she? Is did it she the dog? No, did she change it's, you. I, it's it's G the dogs and just life
3: and stress and gotcha. everything
0: all combined. Because I don't what,
3: know. Well, I'll just say this: when I when I was uh, in a serious relationship. I had to kind of, like, change, like, I just naturally, it wasn't, like, this big, like, oh, I got to do this. It's yeah, like, It just kind of naturally became a thing where, like, on the weekends, I was waking up at 9.30 and 10 when I it, I do not do that ever. It's, like, always noon for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm waking up, like, 7 a.m. every Holy day. Holy like, shit. No matter what. It yeah. just sucked.
0: Even the weekend. It's That's a, crazy. It, it's really what about, breath? what about Tears of the Kingdom, bro? <laughs> oh, trust me. Well, Andy, I've been playing at, like, 7 a.m. Like, he's got a different time schedule.
1: That's good. That's how you know you're an adult, by the way, uh, when you're productive at 7 a.m. Well,
0: (laughs) I'm laying in bed, (laughs) if I can tell that. But uh, for me, there's, like, nothing I want to do less than get out of bed in the morning. I love the bed, especially in that morning. I'm like, I, I would kill for an extra hour or whatever. But the thing I'm about to do is get in the shower. The moment I get in the shower, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Why did I? Why was I stressing about getting out of bed? a couple of weeks ago this reminded me uh me and and, my, and all my like middle school friends hung out like my my core boys group and i fucking love those guys i see them i would say a lot but in the grand scheme of things not that much anymore right so we're like hey let's try to make a standing monthly thing that we're going to all hang out whoever can make it makes it whoever can't can't no judgment no anything but like every month we're going to do something and so we're like fuck yeah that's great so we did what the first what are the past one. month's look like i mean we've we've only done two now but, oh, okay uh like we went to um just a just a restaurant a mexican restaurant and that was it that was the event they another, another time we went a to, another time we went to watch the mario movie like i went uh, with them to watch that watch the movie got a couple drinks after it was great just so nice and it's just having that and the thing is we have like eight people i'd say in the group we're cycling every month someone else has to plan the event but we're like yo we're not talking about planning an event we're talking about like choose make a, a spot, restaurant that's where we're going this is where we're going who can make it cool um so the first one we did it only ended up being three of us uh, out of the eight but that's okay that's the rules that's how we set this shit we were sitting there talking and we're just like i uh you know sex comes up because like we're friends and you yeah. talk about sex and so we're talking about all this stuff and you know we're kind of like hey like like how often are you having sex these days and for some single people like you're out there like what's going on give you're me your sex stories and like we're talking about it and i feel like the overwhelming consensus uh through, through us and, like, the people we even know that we were talking about there, it's like all of us are having sex a lot less than we have. The the people in long-term relationships are having mm-hmm. sex a lot less than we used to in our relationships mm-hmm. because most of us are now, you know, coming up in a decade together. Having said that, every time we do, all of us are like, why don't we do this more? It's the best fucking thing ever. The but then when you have to choose between, hey, we could sleep or we could do that shit, mm-hmm. We choose sleep a lot, you know what I mean. But it's like every time we don't, it's like yo, that was fucking worth it. And I was like, us hanging out as friends, it's the same thing. I fucking dread this every time, but the more i hang hanging out, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. So
3: yeah, oh. it's like it's like when I go out, you know, like totally. Usually when I'm, Business. I'd say I'm the most public, busybody person when I'm out of town. If we go to a convention, let's let's go everywhere. I'm super down when I'm at home. It's really tough to do the conventions that are here in San Francisco because like, I could just stay home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's so hard to cross that mental barrier. It's like such a force field. I imagine myself being uh, like, I'm Obi-Wan on the other side of the red sort of barrier as Darth Maul is about yep. to kill my, uh, Great my, my teacher uh, oh, Qui-Gon. Yeah. Mike's like Qui-Gon waiting there. Waiting mm-hmm. to get killed. No, yeah. Mike's like Darth Maul. I'm more like what.
2: <laughs> if I don't leave the house by 8.30 to 9 a.m. every Saturday, I'm uptight. My whole day is ruined. I have a rule now. That's happened for like the past seven months. You have a rule? Wait. Well, if I, if I don't leave the house by 9 o'clock in the morning. You have a rule time, that you're pissed off? Or? I'm just uptight. It's oh, just okay. like I want to get out there. I want to go. And the later I wait, I feel like, oh, I'm just wasting time, right? You know what I mean? I hate it. If I'm not up in the morning and the- going... Then I'm pissed off and the day's ruined. How That's, much sleep are you getting though? Because like, uh, I'm going to bed around ten to eleven, so I'm getting about six to seven. Oh, okay. Sometimes eight. You're sometimes not you know? going to
0: bed around ten to eleven.
2: I simply it's don't annoying. believe it. It's no, it, it, no it, it, yeah. really. Once you know, it's not the life, anymore. I'm in a I'm in a relationship with Roger and his girlfriend.
3: And the gym. We're
2: in the gym. We're there six thirty a.m. every morning. Have you
1: not? Do you know this? So I this, know that this is, a big, this is a big. This changed my life
3: that he started doing this. Yeah.
1: I'm not even going to the gym. Cause yeah. Nick doesn't get
3: to play Call of Duty I at night. It. I don't play Call of Duty anymore, <laughs> yeah, but it's awesome had this effect. weird,
1: po- well, it's a negative effect that I don't see, get to see the jabronis and hang out with the jabronis on the discord anymore. Uh, but the positive effect is that at 10 o'clock I start to wind down and I've been like trying to be in bed by like 11, 1130, which is like slow key started to resonate in a very positive way in my life. I just have way more, way more energy for everything else during the day. But now it's the Unfortunate thing is I'm doing the shit you're doing. We're like, Saturday comes around and it's not seven o'clock. I can't. That's savage. Savages get up at seven o'clock on a Saturday, but nine o'clock comes around. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, which is great because my wife wakes up still like clockwork at seven o'clock, eight o'clock. So we actually have a full day together. The downside is when I go to do comedy at ten o'clock at night, I'm falling asleep in my soup. But you got, you know, it's all a balance. Yeah, you gotta do what you got to do.
0: But so when you you're saying like averaging eleven p.m. maybe for sleep
1: nowadays? I'm trying to. I'm trying to be like lights out wound down by 11 so that i'm like okay. falling asleep by 11:30, no later than mid if i'm if i'm at if i'm looking at the clock and it's 1205 i'm disappointed with myself because usually it takes me about an hour 30 minutes to an hour in bed yeah to kind of like shut my brain off the caffeine has to stop by five now i'm not doing any more caffeine beyond that uh no more diet cokes at night none of that stuff because ba- i mean you flash forward a year ago mike hit me up at 8 30 jabroni in an hour we're gonna hump we're gonna jump on Warzone. And then Mike's a half hour late, so it's like ten o'clock. I'm on my third Diet Coke of the day. I've got goldfish crackers, and we're chasing that win till two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we God, get the win. What a time! We Man, get the win. What a time. a time! Yeah, but I am time. Fried for the next day. Yep. And so now it's like, yeah, it's just got to be about. The I mean,
3: the, the whole last week, Tears of the Kingdom was
1: that's a, a it changes my the life. game.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just found myself so so fucking exhausted. And it didn't help that we had two very like energy consuming streams back to back, like stuff that like required your all. And I'm yelling like crazy, and that shit wipes me. Like, if 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 I notice that I'm going to be yelling a lot on a stream, I know that I'm going to be fucked for whatever else I have to do that day.
1: Oh, it takes it out of you.
3: And that happens a lot whenever we stream, and it's like, I have Gamescast after. Well, that's fine. I don't, you know, the Gamescast is, you know, you're a little bit more serious Chiller. and stuff. Yeah, but you know. What, if we are all doing a big co-op stream and I'm yelling a lot and, and just kind of playing into that character, I know that it's, it's going to wipe me. And I feel like I, my head starts to hurt. I get like a headache afterwards. And that happened to me on some other long stream that we did. I forget which one it was. Oh, maybe Greg's stream. Mm. I think it was Greg's stream that a lot of yelling took place and we're like going crazy. And I was like, fuck, I'm just like wiped right now. And the, um, those two streams in... Uh, you know, g- going together with long nights of Tears of the Kingdom, and it's like one fifty-five. I'm like, put the fucking game down, dude. Put the game down. Go to sleep. And I go to sleep, and I'm just exhausted, and I feel like shit. And then this whole weekend was me catching up on all of that. Oh, yeah. This whole weekend, I woke up like at ten thirty at uh in the morning. Fucking ate some food. Uh, th- th- got on like Premiere to do some stuff. Took a nap, went back to bed, woke up like a two something. Like it was like that was me this whole weekend. And I am so glad I caught up on sleep or else I would feel like garbage right now. So out outside of like last week with Tears of the Kingdom stuff, like what is your average go to bed time? I want to And how much sleep are you getting? I want to be asleep by one in the morning. If I'm like And is that I
0: feel like that's a new development because I feel like your time used to be closer to like three or four.
3: On the weekdays, not really, no. Like, on the weekend, be- before Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> on the weekend, I'll try to do, like, two or three in the morning. On the weekdays, I try to, like, if I'm on my phone past 1 a.m., I I should not be doing that. Mm-hmm. During COVID, when I knew we had we got to wake up later and I didn't have to, like, drive to work and get, like, you know, actually, you know, do my hair and all that shit, that was, like, a lot later. That was when... We're playing Warzone late at night. It's like, I don't mind going to bed later because I know that I don't have to be on camera until a lot later, you know? Now that a, a lot of things have certainly changed there. So I try to do the 1, 1 a.m. thing is like hard, hard, hard cut off. Yeah. There's tons of times that I'm still asleep by like midnight or stuff like that. And I feel really happy about those times. But aside from that, 1 a.m., I try to make the, the absolute like turn this shit off, put it away. But Tears of the Kingdom has ruined that the last week.
2: Yeah, if I'm, up by, if I'm up at midnight, I know I'm going to have a bad day because Roger's going to text me at 6 a.m., and I'm going to be out the door at 6.25, and I'm going to hate life. And so, yeah, I mean, my body's also slowing down now at about 9, getting in bed by 10, and now the question is, is like, am I on workaholics and Hulu to fall asleep, or am I on TikTok? Because if I have TikTok in my hand, that means I'm up and active still, and it's going to go. For hours, right? But if I turn on workaholics, that means, oh, it's bedtime, and I'm going to bed. So okay, that's how my night goes.
1: But how much sleep do you guys need? Because so I need at least eight hours every night, if not more. I I would prefer nine hours of sleep every six, night if I could. Six minimum. Six and you feel great? You feel like you're energized six, for the next day? Six, I'd I'm say like, okay, I'm going to make it. Yeah, six is my minimum.
3: i right. say six is the minimum for me as well. Like, I obviously try to get more whenever I can, but the uh, I know I'm going to have a bad time. There are just some nights where... I just cannot fall asleep, and that happens quite a bit, but it's as soon as I started taking uh meds and like seek I started seeking help to like help me out at night because a lot of it was me going to catastrophic thoughts ever you know until three four in the morning mm-hmm. where I just couldn't sleep and I have a million different things I'm worried about for no good reason at all, like none of this is really these aren't, like, tangible things to worry about. It's usually just me making up shit or scenarios. And once I started taking Lexapro, <laughs> that has helped me out a lot at night between, like, putting my phone away, getting to sleep, and then falling asleep. Mm-hmm. The t- the time has, like, shortened so much between that, you know, it used to be fucking hours, you know. Um, and lately, that has helped me out a lot. But I still have the the... Nights maybe once or twice every month where uh, I'll tell Kevin about it because I always see him kind of first in the morning where I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, cannot fall back asleep, and I'm just up. Mm. And I slept like two and a half hours. My body thinks it's a nap. That happens like more often than I'd like still. That's wild. Um, And it it sucks every time, but it's happening less and less frequently, luckily.
1: I, I, I wake up at four in the morning sometimes, but it's mostly when I'm trying to like actually lose weight. Cause I'll, I'll do like a fasting window and then I'll go to bed and I'll be like, I'm totally fine. And I wake up ravenously hungry at four o'clock in the morning and not be able to sleep until I get up and have to go make eggs or something shit like that. And my wife fucking hates it. She's like, can you just make the eggs before you go to bed? So she doesn't have to hear an hour before she has to get up. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. Like Warzone, all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> God, it's the worst, man. I blame myself.
3: Yeah, it's, I'd say a lot of it is like not that I'm doing anything, any fasting regimen or anything like that. No, your like brain that, just. Won't. But I'll wake up like at 4:30, energized, and then I'll start to get hungry on 5:30 or 6, and then I'll eat fucking Belvedere things. Like, please just fall asleep. I'm, I'm trying to cure this i can't fall asleep now that i'm super hungry do you
1: think it's intrusive thoughts that stay in your brain or is it just your body's the clock is a little bit messed up because i'll notice about myself if like i have we have a family above us and if they wake me if the kid's running around and wakes me up and i am anxious about something that's happening either at work or my personal life my brain will go to that first and then i'll go well now i'm just up for the next two hours until i'm my day's wrecked
0: that's been my problem i mean it's been my problem for such a long time that it's not even a problem anymore it's it's a, it is reality. a major problem it's just reality it's like yeah, yeah. i don't think i've had a good night's sleep like i honestly i can't remember the last time i had actual good night's sleep i'll take what i can get like how many hours do i need i think i need like nine ten hours to be like fucking are. happy and i don't get that i don't i mean i don't even get close like i'm i'm waking up at least twice a night every single night That's uh wow every single of thoughts night. just because Th- it's just so much shit but yeah i mean, it, mainly it's the thoughts. There's always something to stress about. Or I wake do. up to go pee and so then i
3: up. Yeah. But yeah,
0: I wake up to go pee and then I go pee, which I'm like, I remember growing up and being like, my mom and dad would have to wake up and go pee all the time. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Go pee before you sleep. Like, here I am. I pee my little heart out before I go to sleep. And then Yeah. Then I still have to pee
1: somehow. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! I know that's, that's it's absolutely right wild, man. I gotta oh, how a the lie. mighty have fallen! Everyone made fun of me for years. Nick pees too much. Nick pees. We're too all peers much. now. Look at us. Yeah, and we're all
0: old. But when I wake up, like whatever time, two, three in the morning to go pee, it's like then I get back in bed. I can't go back to sleep. I'm mm. whatever scheduling thing I have to worry about, or whatever like oh. freaking sponsorship or phone calls I have to make, or dealing with just. People. They delayed John Wick 3.
3: That's great up,
0: dude. Like, legitimately. Like, this is so stupid. But it's the type of thing of, like, they delayed. Like, I see, oh, John Wick 3 is delayed. And I saw that, like, right before I went to sleep. Or even hours before I went to sleep. But, like, Make the mistake of looking at your phone. And I saw it. You know what? I, I don't look at my phone. I, I'm like, I'm trying to not do this. Yeah. But then I start, think, I start seeing the calendar in my head. I'm like, well, if we have to move that, then this in review has to move, and then this has to happen. I'll oh, fuck But the sponsor for this. Yeah. I'm like, I need to stop this shit.
3: I don't know how. I just, I've just i been really trying, and I just can't, man. A random thought hits your head about something in the future, and the next thing you know, this is something that legitimately happened with me last week. A random thought leads to other different thoughts of like scheduling in the future, and suddenly I'm on United booking flights like at 3.45 in the morning. Like, what are you doing, dude? Why do this later? <laughs> why dude, are you doing this right now? I
1: I, I sympathize with the guys so much. Lately, thankfully, over the last like month or two, I don't know why, but more often than not, I've been able to hit for whatever reason. Just wrap up my thoughts around ten o'clock and hit eleven, and just kind of sm- like now I treat it like if I'm if if I've cleared the board, where I'm like, there's nothing I have to stress out about really right now. I think I think of it as a treat that I get to go to bed at eleven. I'm like, like literally last night I was like running through the Rolodex of what should I stress out about today? Should it be this, this, this? And everything checked negative. And I was like, oh, I get to go to bed at eleven. Maybe I'll actually fall asleep and, and sleep for like nine hours. And I did. It was great. Eleven o'clock to like eight, fifteen ish. It was great. Really, really Sometimes nice. Sometimes you wake up more. That's like can... rubbing your guys' face. No.
0: The, the, the worst thing for me, like I think the thing that I just it's unavoidable. I can't I really can't get away from it is the dread of looking at Slack in the morning. Where for me It's tough. I, I swear to God Three out of five days, I wake up to some slack that is like— Are we getting canceled? —which ruined my day. Like, already ruined my day. (laughs) Whatever it is. And I'm just like, "Ah, I'm responsible for this. It's tough. I have to solve this problem. And it's just like, there's literally a moment. Before even—it's the Schrodinger's box thing, Mm -hmm. right, with the Schrodinger's cat? Yeah. Right? Yes. Is the cat in the box? The cat's yeah. in the box. The oh, I'm sure yeah. the cat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Heard my laughing. Jack in the box. Yeah. But uh, it's that thing where for me it's like I don't know what's actually worse. Looking at the slack and seeing what is the problem or not knowing what the problem is, but knowing there is one. There is one. And yeah. just sitting there and like my, my phone's there, and I'm literally like, I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. And like more than often than not, I might as well just
1: look because then I can at least fucking be positive and start dealing with it. Oh, the joys of running your own business it is what it is you know it is what it is ladies and gentlemen but hey here's the i'm hoping you guys are listening to this tonight i hope it's the end of your day i hope it's 10 o'clock and you're winding down and i just i want you to know there's always something to worry about i hope you stay up tonight and don't get a good night's sleep um jk i love you all thank you guys so much for joining us on the kind of funny podcast remember guys if you want to be patrons over on uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny. We really appreciate it. Just like Nathan LaMoth and James Hastings and Casey Andrew, you get all sorts of cool stuff. You get to be in the live chat uh with us right now, like uh, Matthew Hidalgo is, and Murders with Merton, the horror film podcast who's always there. And I think, is that something what's going on there? And then I'm like, no, it's just his podcast. The hagglers
3: um, and Josh G and dog Nick uh,
1: see everyone in there. Boop. Thank you guys all for joining us. Uh please. Continue. Think about supporting us. If not, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment in the comment below and tell Indeed. us how many hours of sleep do you mm. think you need. Let me know if you sleep without underwear. No, no.
2: Yeah, let me know yeah. what you what you, you look when, like when you get home in Are you the taking bus. off the underwear. That's what I need to know.
1: Yeah, you know what? That's great. Mike. Do you wear underwear? Here's what I want to know: Are you underwear? Outfit. Are you pro underwear at night or or against the underwear at night? Because that's this really is the know. thing that's dividing our nation right yes. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.
0: Chris does great show, but no standing O for me. <laughs> <laughs>